What's up, After Buzzers? It's your favorite time of week. We are in week 16. Yes. We've been watching 16 weeks of This Is Us. It's absolutely amazing. We're in the home stretch. Two more episodes. This episode was Don't Take My Sunshine Away. We've got some crazy storylines. We get a flashback to their first dance. And oh. Randall and Beth, we don't know if they're <laughs> going to make it. We got Baby Jack. And we got some uh, turmoil going on between Zoe and Kevin. So stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Sixteen weeks, Sixteen y'all. Sixteen weeks. Woo! Almost there. We're almost there. We Two got a more full weeks. Panel. We and we have a full here. panel. Squad's here. The, the whole squad's here. That was, that's amazing. Like, Who I love the it. dogs out? <laughs> The fact right. that all of us know that. I'm like, what? That, that, that was our middle school dance. The fact that you guys all barked. Yeah. <laughs> that was my middle school dance, what? and they get to have their middle school dance. Right. What's up, everyone? Thanks so much for joining us. We're going to be talking all about our big three and the flashbacks yes. tonight. I was on edge. I don't know about you guys. Yes. Mm. I had a I'm lot of anxiety lot of this episode. Uh, but my name's Candace Cruz, and I'm joined with my entire panel right here. We are here. Hey, what's up, my beautiful people? It's your boy, Danny Royce. It's Lena Nori here. Four months, guys. Four months. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Paris Rose. It's amazing. Listen, and I'm still not bored. I'm still not bored. I'm this still, is I'm still oh, no. in it. I'm still all the way in it, and I'm really rooting for the next two episodes. Yeah. But uh, what are you... What? Can't talk tonight. What were your overthoughts of the episode? What was y'all's thoughts? I'm going Southern on you guys tonight. You I don't know why. You definitely are. Oh, watching Randall and Beth, that was a, whew, too real. That mm. relationship, I mean... Especially Marriage is Hard has ups and downs. I felt like they depicted it so accurately. Mm-hmm. Beth really was getting it under my skin. Mm-hmm. But I liked it. Great acting. Great mm-hmm. acting. Uh-huh. Melina? Melina? We have to go in order? You see what you had something to say, though. No, because I, I actually agreed with you. We've always said that Randall and Beth have this somewhat perfectly imperfect relationship. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of always idolized them, put them on this pedestal. And we've seen all the other relationships go through ups and downs and lies and... Even Milo, oh, I call him Milo. <laughs> we can call him Milo. Jack. We call him Milo. Jack. We're on a first name basis. Remember, <laughs> I've interviewed almost everybody but him, but we're on a first name basis. Um, I have, so there you go. There you go. We're good. So together, sure. together we've interviewed Get the whole cast. cast. Um, so Milo, uh, even with Jack and Rebecca, who I've always thought that they have my absolute favorite relationship. They have lies. He has a brother he never told her about. He had secrets, all these things. But with Beth and Randall, they've always had this amazingly perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. Started to make me think either I'm missing out or there's something wrong with me. And then today I was like, aha. <sighs> All relationships have some require work. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. mean there's anything wrong with it. I'm not saying they aren't going to make it. We'll save that predictions. But I like it because it's almost humanizing them. Yeah. It's allowing us as the viewers to see that no relationship is truly perfect. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their ups and downs. And these things called midlife crisis really does exist. Yeah. 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 For sure. I mean, the whole episode was amazing. I just, uh, the Randall and Beth, like all that is going on. I agree with both of you. Uh, Kate and Toby, mm. like that's just a whole bunch of stuff going on with like with the preemie and all that. But then also Kevin and Zoe, I think uh, Kevin showed a lot about putting others before himself in this episode. Like mm. that was pretty interesting. Mm. But I'd like to talk a little bit more about that, but I, I know we will. I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't agree with that. Um, I, 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 I like that this is going to be, I feel like this is going to bring out some really good conversation. I, I agree with you guys. Yeah. Randall and Beth, that conversation was a little too hitting home for me and real. Mm. And uh, I agree with you on the Beth situation. 
We'll get into that later. Um, that's mm-hmm. some tea for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's the tea. That's the tea. We're spilling the tea. <laughs> uh, Kate and Toby, my heart goes out to them. And But the one that really got me was Kevin and Zoe. And especially in this day and age, I think, it's a conversation we don't really talk about as much. Because it's always been implied that you get married, you have 2.5 kids, <laughs> and you get a home in the suburbs. 2.5 is apparently the average 2. of children. 5, you cut yeah. a child in half and you got perfect <laughs> nuclear Except family. In China. There's only yeah, one. There's only one. <laughs> but that being said, I think now times are changing. And what's leading into that, I don't know. But there are a lot of women that are deciding that they don't want kids, just as much as sometimes men have decided they don't want kids. And so it's a really interesting conversation to have and to figure out what you really want. So mm-hmm. let's just go into the flashback of middle school. Middle school. Maybe middle school first day. So cute. She looks exactly. Oh. Why do I keep calling it by their first name? Did you say Mandy? We're on our first name basis. Mandy. Mandy. Rebecca. 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 so cute. She looks so much like little Rebecca. Got she's great adorable. casting, right? Yeah. Always. Once again, mm-hmm. Josh, you're amazing. Even though she has a little dimples, too. She right. did have the dimples. Is mm-hmm. Mandy? Yeah. Yeah. Like down here? Yeah, well, you know when you I gotta you know, stare at Mandy a little more. Become lines. Like, <laughs> I have little ones. Got to become lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yes. Did you ladies? Uh, what was your like your first dance? Like, was it? Like oh, that? I was taller than my first dance. Oh, I was so shy, and we definitely did the whole like. Kind did of you do the whole thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he tried to get a little closer, and I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Why of is course. he so close? Of yeah. course he did. He's my, a guy. <laughs> my first dance in middle school. I don't remember my first elementary school dance as much. I remember who it was with. His name was Jesse Farley. <laughs> First and last name. Um, first and last name. But I remember it. And yeah. then my middle school dance, though, I got broken up with right after my first dance because I was taller than him. But, he was like, I can't date you because you're taller than me. Oh. I'm still besties with my first dance really guy. Sad. So I can't say anything. No. I he was intimidated. That's what he was. I never went to a dance. I wasn't allowed to. Oh, you were oh. Jack. Jack. I went to one. So my, I had a pretty conservative upbringing. So from my parents, you know, the... They came as like refugees. I didn't quite understand what a dance meant. It's mm-hmm. a very, when I mean conservative, like extremely conservative upbringing. Yeah. There'd be no such thing as going to the dance with somebody from the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. Oh my and gosh, wow. I went, to, <laughs> I went to one dance and I swear I don't even think my parents knew I went. And it was only because um, it was my 11th, it was 11th grade, so junior year. I was on homecoming court. I didn't win. But I was the only brunette on court at least. Orange County. (laughs) (laughs) It was all all blonde. So at least I was the only brunette. Um, And I was in it, I think, only because I was an ASB. And Mm. if you were an ASB, you automatically got... Uh, no, I'll give myself some credit. You got to dance. But I I love that they had the... um, the cute little dynamics of everybody right. with yeah. We didn't see Kate dancing with anybody. I know. I guess her story didn't really work with the whole story, the whole episode. I guess, so. yeah. But it definitely did for Kevin and um, Sophie, which and Sophie, I thought yeah. was adorable. Have we ever seen a little Toby? We have, yeah. Yes, we, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and his parents got divorced, mm-hmm. his yeah. dad left, and then mom went a little crazy. That was our first time seeing little Rebecca. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen little Rebecca. We've seen teenage Rebecca with her yeah. mom. Yes. We haven't seen little we Rebecca. We haven't seen little, little Rebecca. Um, I thought it was cute, the little flashback of, like, yeah. circumstances if they would have seen yeah. each other. Yeah. And you hope nice. for that. But I was I was a little Rebecca. I was a goody two-shoes. <laughs> I'm glad. I wouldn't have dated anybody. I'm, I'm really glad they never met each other because it goes back to that quote that says, you're one decision away from a completely different life yeah. had they met they wouldn't they might. be who they are today they wouldn't have the kids that they had they yep. might have not made it because yeah. look Kevin's not with his one true love 
Mm-hmm. Now she's engaged to a kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Which is adorable. He's going back to a relationship that I don't even think he wants to be in. Mm. Oh, with Zoe? We'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, okay. We are, well, we'll let's, talk let's, about let's that hit later. little Randall real quick, and then we can hop into the camp <laughs> Zoe. Um, yeah, Randall's standing at the library. <laughs> And ditched his date. He goes up and he's like, date. do you know anything about mitochondria? <laughs> like, what? Mitochondria. I forgot about mitochondria. I actually do remember mitochondria. The powerhouse. What is mitochondria? It's the it's the powerhouse organism in, the, in plants. Oh, yes, yes. 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 Well, yes, in the yes. cell or whatever. So, oh, yeah, yeah the cell. <laughs> and you have to break cells. down the cell. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. The cell wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, we're going back to sixth grade. We need it in our lives, clearly. Yeah, I also, so before we move on, I Don't love that. that topic, dude. I love that Rebecca and Jack went to the stacks, and then oh uh, uh, yeah, and Randall's like, "What are you guys right. doing?" <laughs> right. Got it. Like Called that, out. I mean, <laughs> I would be happy to see my parents like still in love like yeah. that. Not, yeah. I mean, we're that young. Yeah, when your kids, it's like gross. Don't embarrass us. <laughs> I also would have hated to have my parents as the chaperones. I, w- I never thought that was a cool thing to have your parents be there at the dance. I always felt <laughs> um, bad for the kids. My, my mom was a chaperone in my yeah, uh, oh. seventh and eighth dance, but everyone loved her. Like It was yeah. just like, you know, like, oh my God. My mom was a teacher. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you just got used to it. You got but used to you were you were um, looked well upon if you had a parent that was a teacher. They thought right. it was a cool thing. I would where love I went to school, to do so that. I, I would have been so complain. shy to like I wouldn't. Is she watching me? I wouldn't. I, wouldn't like <laughs> I would chaperone a dance, not a field trip. I feel like that's a lot of work. Get it on the bus. Yeah, long hours, but a dance would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love uh, talking about Kevin and Sophie and little Kevin and Sophie, and then feeding directly into this. This is not what we had an idea of predictions at all last week. We thought that they were going to end up back together again, which I was not very happy about. I was slightly hoping for it. We still don't know. <laughs> there is a ring. There is a ring. There is a ring on Sophie's finger. Can't be broken. Y'all and stop. I'm, I'm sorry. When she said you can have whatever you want, I still think that she had a little bit of pun intended about herself. I don't think it's wishful thinking. That's what I thought. No. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. No. But I do I, think that him running into her had to happen. Yeah. Right. It was like closure. I think it. Yeah. I think it was more like a what if, but not right. really like. No, I want to go there. Yeah. I think it was what more if, like, what's the first, like, one of the first things he blurted out? Do you want kids? Why would he ask her that? Because it was going on in his life, you know? Yeah. So he's, he's like, projecting. Is this, yeah, he's projecting. Exactly. That's exactly yes. what I felt like he was just projecting. But, I mean, I think deep down inside he does want kids. But, mm-hmm. like I was saying, he's kind of putting Zoe's thoughts and feelings before his own, which I don't think it's going to end well. I, <laughs> in think, my, in my... I think he cares about Zoe. Um, this topic's obviously a little bit too close to home. But in this case, just putting myself and what I think about that situation out of it, 100% with Zoe, it is, he does care about her. Obviously, he wants a future with her. But he's right now thinking extremely emotional. He's not in a place where mm-hmm. he feels secure and stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why he keeps going back to the past right. and to his ex. Because comfortable. she And he keeps yeah. having the flashbacks because it's his stability. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. he felt grounded with her. So with... Zoe, I'm not saying he doesn't love her, but I think it's less about the fact that he's trying to put her ahead of himself and more about the fact he's like, oh, I can't lose her too. He's just going to say yes, but of course he wants a kid. Yeah. 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 And I think, too, going off of that, I think you inadvertently, when you're faced with that, you're comfortable with Sophie. He 
subconsciously went to this AA meeting, realized what street she was on, and I'm sure the first thing that went to his head was, what if this doesn't work out with Zoe? I can just mm-hmm. hop back to Sophie. Yeah. Yep. I know she wants kids. Let's let fate fall where it may if I just casually bump into her. Mm-hmm. Not that you expect anything, but I think we subconsciously sometimes put ourselves in these situations that we know are not what we actually want, right. but it's the projection of like what could be, yes. or if I can't have this, then at least this is still there. It's like you, know you right mean? after you go through that horrible breakup, you, you like you want to go back to the person, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. what or, you doing? Yeah. <laughs> or dare I challenge that you go on in life and you experience different people, just like when they were sitting and talking yeah. at the coffee place. She's like, You went to therapy, like you wouldn't even go to the mm-hmm. one thing with right. me. Maybe he's thinking, If I put this kind of effort, if I was in this place with her. Like, maybe it's not that she's plan B. Maybe it's being with other women, having that connection, but it not quite being the same, not quite feeling that sense of home. And then that's why he asked her, do you want kids? That's why even when she said she's engaged, he still wanted to sit and talk to her because she's kind of always been his comfort blanket, comfort comfort, slash grounding. And I don't think it's his plan B. I think that Mm -hmm. to a certain degree, she was always, it's, it's like when the person knows everything about you. She knows just everything about him. She was there when his dad passed right. away. She right. knows everything. So it's crazy because your perception is you he could be going back towards like a plan B. I think it's that it made him realize maybe I did wrong and I should be with her. I don't know. I could also challenge it of like where you end up going and seeing and you realize when she calls out, you would have never gone to therapy for me. Maybe there's a reason why I wouldn't have for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had to be the person that led me to this next person yeah. that I'm willing to change myself for. Right. It can go both ways, and I know we can't. Ways. We can't be here either to way, like either way. Break like it down that much. either way, he's like uh, he's holding on to the past. Either yeah, way, exactly. I mean, uh, he even sent him and or her and uh, what's his name tickets. You know, and so I mean, he he wants that relationship still to be mm. there. So I mean, there's a reason why you want that relationship still to, to still be, be regardless, still yeah. be in your reach. You know, what I mean, yeah. I thought the whole coffee date in general, though, was disrespectful. To be honest, because I she's agree. engaged. She's like, I'm engaged. He <laughs> broke her heart. It's not like yeah. Kevin was just like, I oh, they just know. broke heart. It was, he, like, ripped her part, like, her life. But he didn't do, <laughs> he didn't so make it apart. He just ripped it apart just what again. Did she say 70, 30? She was too yes. emotional about that statement, too. She was. She was right. clearly <laughs> into this still. Still joking, like, oh, you couldn't have done this for me. I'm like, there's too much feelings going on here. Would you tell your fiance that you went on a date with no. your no, because you know it's bad. No. But it could have not been a date. And also, it's they never a, had closure. Right. So he not once made an advance on her. You it, have to admit that he did matter. not. It's I still guarantee you she did not tell her fiancé. And he yeah. won't tell, he didn't tell He's not going to tell Zoe either. No, they're not going to tell Now yeah. he has, no she has like tickets with, from her ex. Right. Like, but at the same time, he didn't do anything and neither did she. That's true, but they I mean, did at the same nothing. time. So if well, he you, did nothing, so why can't you tell? I think it's disrespectful. Because you know what? Argument's going to happen because people are going to assume something else happened. Listen, anybody out here that dates Candace, you're allowed to hang out with your ex. She's okay with it. As long as you don't do anything, yeah. But if they don't tell you anything, if they don't tell you anything, if they don't tell you anything, they'll be, you'll be fine. Say, we're together. I got some <laughs> tickets for, I don't Listen, know, whatever. I'm, and I'm taking you. Like, oh, where'd you get those tickets from? I got it from my ex, but I didn't tell you. Like, I would rather have the conversation. I wouldn't be upset about it as long as they were honest, but that's me. Like, Sophie is not one, and Zoe is definitely not one, and they are not in the place for him to be like, oh, I saw my ex. We're in couples therapy. Yeah. Like, she's going to freak out and assume the worst. Now, if they were in a better place, maybe she'd take it in the right, right way. 
I don't think that there's anything secrets, wrong with it. Candace, secrets. I don't think there's anything wrong with I it. Don't that's think it's a lie. Communication it's should yet. be. It's nothing wrong with it as long as it's, it's like communication. communicated. Exactly. If, and it may not be the right time to communicate. Was, mm, no, you do it immediately. That's like a white lie. All right, y'all. <laughs> you, <laughs> omitting, you, you for real? Oh my omitting but, the I don't truth to do with this Omitting one. the truth is the same thing as lying. Especially if it's right. something that would make the person upset. Well, clearly I haven't been in a relationship it's, for a while. So a, my ideas a of a relationship... make you feel better. <laughs> but it's really... My ideas of a relationship clearly are not correct to you all. So maybe I need to have hey, some I'm... therapy before I find a boyfriend. <laughs> Anyways, let's tell us about what AfterBuzz is doing, not Candace's personal life, okay? AfterBuzz... We got to have... We are so thankful that you all are here and you all are fans of AfterBuzz. You watch us delve into our personal lives every single week oh, and break yeah. down our favorite characters and this is us, but I'm sure you are super fans of all other shows. So, AfterBuzz has amazing channels here. We have drama, we yes. have comedy, we have reality. If that's your your cup of tea, hop on over there. And we have red carpets and events that you can go watch as well. We've been lucky enough to cover a lot of different events. Yes. Um, so, we're very thankful for AfterBuzz. And you guys make it possible for us to have these incredible opportunities. So, be sure to go and click subscribe and give us a thumbs up on the video and comment thumbs below. Up. Thumbs five up. Stars. Five stars on iTunes and Spotify. 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 You can also go on to right now and listen to our gorgeous voices if you don't want to watch our crazy faces. Um, so make <laughs> sure you do all of those and continue to comment and let us know your thoughts on the episode. And thank you again for making us the ESPN of TV talk. TV talk. And if Bam. you're looking for a girl that will let you hang out with your ex, <laughs> we've got Candace right here and she's single. That's thank hilarious. you. As long as you don't do anything with your ex, I'm fine. We can be best friends with her. Candace all is I care. Open-minded. She's open-minded. I am very open-minded. That you know they don't know and we hide well, yeah, exactly. they're going to tell True. any of them but like yeah, I mean, if you didn't know like you'd be totally fine and you just found out all of a sudden if someone approaches me with it in a calm manner and makes it explain it to me it's about communication like and also timing like no mm-hmm. sometimes timing is not appropriate right. and maybe that person is not going to receive it I'm not saying wait six months or six weeks mm-hmm. but that moment right then was not the right time you just had a conversation about kids you just went to couple therapy you're going to AA this is going to be a mountain out of a molehill well yeah because she's going to say why were you lurking outside of her apartment which is a valid question why are you That's lurking true. outside of her apartment why impulsively did you guys go get coffee and then like what would that mean to what exactly. would that mean to me? Like you were lurking so that somehow he, you want you were attracted there. Why? Yeah, you and know? he was at he was at a low point. So yeah. like he was vulnerable and so he went And there. he still went home to her. Yeah. And kissed her on the forehead engaged. and when she was I highly doubt that would have been the case. I'm not saying what I don't know, that's rough. <laughs> but I, that's no bad. You, you and not you once did he Candace feel bad. Is a rare yes. <laughs> female I'm commodity. Sorry. And I also very much like when he no, but I wouldn't do that. If I ran if I was in a relationship, I ran into my ex, he even Ask for coffee, I would not impulsively go. I would say, you know what? We have each other's numbers. Maybe we can talk about it I'm in the future. I'm not going to lie, I probably would go. No, I, went to have lunch. <laughs> I went to have lunch with my ex and his fiance because we all work together. So oh, let's be real. With the you. Were you in a relationship, though? Were you in a relationship? Huh? Were you in a relationship? Were you in a relationship? No. Okay, so uh, that's why, because you were with your ex and his fiance. I hang out with my ex's fiance too. I don't want any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're no. moving on. Yeah, we got to move on. Gotta move on. We I'm still got to hit Kate. We still got to hit Kate and Toby. We got to hit Randall and Beth. I we got to have a little back. spotlight. I'm fine <laughs> as can be. Moving on to Kate I didn't and Toby. Say you want him back? I'm saying that's what you could do it because you didn't want him back. Can we get a, uh, a ding, ding, a bell? Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. Right. I'm just 
just saying. We've been yeah, on this topic. Thank you. Really? We've been on this topic for way too long because we still got King Toby and Randall Kate, and Beth, Kate and that's going to give me more juicy. Anyway. And, the, and the live chat is blowing up about. It. I love reading you guys' comments, so keep it coming. I'm so <laughs> glad that you all are enjoying this. I feel like we're like on a whole. I don't even know. But but let's get into it though, Kate and, Kate Toby. and Toby, because right now he's so little. Yes. Little Jeff. See, people agree that they were thinking about it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Going oh, out there. I'm out of okay. Here, Kate and Toby are having a really hard time, especially Toby, because I can only imagine I've never been through this situation, and my heart goes out to any family that deals with preemies and all Mm. the situations that come with that, but like they talk a lot about being a mother and intrinsically knowing how to love your child and be there, and poor Toby's going through the ringer Mm -hmm. and not knowing how to do this, and we see him freak out when they're taking the blood and urine samples. And so I just can't look at you right now because I know you're going to topic. And I'm trying to talk very seriously about yeah. Toby and baby Jack. I feel for Toby. Right. You know, I'm not really upset with him. And, and no. neither is Kate either. It's yeah. so understandable. The, yeah. the baby's two pounds, two and a half pounds. I do. I mean, I can see how a man especially, because they weren't carrying the baby, couldn't see just tubes and mm-hmm. pins mm-hmm. and needles and all that stuff. I can see that. It could be like, well, what is this? It's not my baby. And you, right. you have such high expectations. And so that's not his ideal. Remember he last episode he was like, but this is not how he looks. This he doesn't look normal. And she's right. like, he's not normal. Um, so I really get his struggle. I, I get both and I think Kate has been phenomenal. It's like she found yeah. her strength mm-hmm. in Jack. So. Yeah. yeah, I, I um, first of all, I just want to say like, I'm so like blessed and grateful and thankful because like, man, if you're here, you're healthy mm-hmm. and everything's good, like, just shut up. Yeah. Like, there's no <laughs> reason to do it because there's like yeah. people go through so much. My mom was a preemie. Uh, so and it was just like, it's crazy. Um, but I Toby, I feel for Toby. He just does not have um, the security that he thought he would have bringing his, the baby into the world. Um, and he sees everything going down. He doesn't know exactly what's going to happen. And with Kate, it's just like, you know, she has that mother instinct. I mean, mm. she carried the baby. <laughs> but right. at, at the same time, she sees more than what Toby is seeing. And I, I think Toby's just going to take a little, it's going to take a little bit of time for him to see that. Okay. But he's getting there. Mm. Um, but now he's just seeing everything that's wrong, but not understanding and I'm glad what's his name the uh the other guy that Gavin. he was talking to Gavin. Gavin I'm glad he came in there because he really opened Toby's like perspective of saying like it's not that bad yeah you're good to go home with your child hopefully mm-hmm. but like there are people that can't go home with their child mm. but they do have a long journey ahead they I do mean, the baby was born 12 weeks early so they're gonna be there for about 12 weeks yeah it's better to be there than not yeah that's true I think so, so I think that the Kate and Toby situation is probably one of the best Morals, or I wouldn't mm-hmm. use the word moral, but the situations that were presented because as they were talking in the um, waiting room and they were talking about gratitude, yeah. it's so easy to get stuck in our emotions, to mm-hmm. think, why is this happening to me, yeah. to be afraid of the world, want protection. And for a minute, oftentimes it's really hard to show emotion. And so what I thought was so beautiful about this episode was showing us that gratitude is the most important thing, that when you are going through those <laughs> moments, it brings you present. It helps you understand the current situation you're in, and it allows logic to come in and kind of suppresses the emotion. You're just thinking logically, at least we have a fighting chance. Mm -hmm. This other family and their child, they don't even have a chance. Right. Exactly. Max and Louise. Yeah. Max Max and Louise. Louise. I do. 
That's yeah, just, it's really that's sad. But I do like the journey that they're taking us on. Mm-hmm. I think that it's um, definitely going to be a challenge for them as a couple um, to figure out this. And we don't know what's to come with little Jack. He may have more health issues. Yeah, exactly. That may be one of the reasons why we had that flash forward for Toby. We don't know, but I do think that this is finally where we're seeing Kate be like, "Oh, this is what I'm like. I found my place mm-hmm. and I found my strength." Um, I think she can finally let go of that. That hurt that's been holding her back from her right. dad for so long. Right. Now she has her Jack. And I don't know. It just seems to be a moment. That flash forward is how <clears throat> forward? Because right now... We don't know. The girls are like 11 or 12? Tessa's... Randall's daughters? Yeah. yeah. She has to be like 12. I think she's 25-ish in that... In that so she's 13 in the now. And be in the flash forward. She's so 12 years. Oh, so that's yeah. long ways away. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. We haven't seen a flash forward in a while. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, I think it's kind of yeah. interesting how all the couples right now are going mm-hmm. through these big issues that can either make or break right. a couple. Mm-hmm. Like Toby and Kate, this is big, and usually it can either bring you together or separate you. Mm-hmm. Right. Randall and Beth with work and, and juggling. This is all like such big things. And then uh, Zoe and oh my God, Kevin, Kevin with the addiction. These yeah. are like huge topics. And that, not having a baby, too. And, and, and yes. Not having and that's and one of the bigger ones. Yeah. yeah. And Kevin is just now seeing to kind of blend the two topics is Kevin is seeing Kate go through all of this with the new baby yeah. and see the baby born and mm-hmm. see how important that is and how it's changing her right. life. Yeah. I think that this, this isn't saying. the end of the conversation yeah. it's not at be. all because I think that. Um, at this point, once we're going through the 12 weeks and seeing Kate rise to the occasion of taking care of her son, I think that um, Kevin's going to start seeing that, especially coming out of the cloud into sobriety. Mm-hmm. He's going to kind of really realize, I think right, right now he needs Zoe. Yeah. Do you, you ladies want to have kids? Yes. I do. Yes. Everyone? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Zoe, uh, well, I do, but it's easy for men to say, oh, yeah, I want to have kids. I don't <laughs> have to carry it. Um, but Zoe, I think, I don't know, it's a it's she's I'm trying to see if it's too. it's a lot right. of trauma, but it's also like I think she's afraid that she won't be the best for the baby. But you know there what I mean? are women that don't want to have children. Yeah. I have oh, a yeah, handful of friends yeah. that just very much don't want to uh-huh. have children. And I think that I don't want to belittle it either at the same time because I think if we make it all about her situation, that may be the cause, but I think her decision is final, Mm -hmm. and I don't want her to fall into the trap of being like, not necessarily a trap, but fall into Kevin wanting a child so much that she dies and then resents him and resents the child because it's not just like for a man, a woman has to carry the baby, so that's nine months, then you have the baby, and there's a 50-50 chance that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I went through with this. And then there's another half where you're like, well, now I'm stuck with this child and I didn't want to have children to begin right. with. I, well, then, I feel like it would be more so Kevin caving in and not having a kid than her yeah. right. and having the kid. I, Either I, way, I, they kind of yeah. resent each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, how early on in a relationship do you think you should have this discussion I think about it depends kids? on how old you are and how far of the Honestly, relationship you're really in. depends. Honestly, up front. You yeah, so? I, I mean, especially... I'm not going to say ages, but you get emotions involved, and then it starts going. Maybe I could be no. I think when you're more mature in your mid to late 20s, and you're now entering relationships at that point, I feel like if you're ending relationships when you're a teenager or college age, those those aren't the times to have it. Mm -hmm. Maybe halfway through the relationship, if you are with a high school or college sweetheart, but like I think once you hit the 24, 25 age line and up is when the first few dates or like right before you have the conversation like are we going to be exclusive right you don't want to go into it and be in it for six to eight (laughs) months and then be like 
Oh, you don't want kids? Yeah. <laughs> well, Danny, how are you feeling? You made a face. I don't. I'm trying to read what that reaction what, was. What? <laughs> the face you made. How do you feel about this? When do you think is a good time to talk um, about the kids? I mean, it really just depends, honestly, because um, there are people who wait until their 30s or 40s, mm-hmm. and there are people who could do it earlier. But I just think, um, I think an understanding should be to take place ahead of time. Yeah. I'm with Lena on that. Um, I think you should, not like right when you start, but when you're getting serious, you're like, where do you see, you know, just start talking about, I mean, it should be about everything. Like, where do you see yourself? Or where do you see, like, us? Where do you see blah, blah, blah? What like, about everything. marriage? You what about marriage? That yeah, that too. too yeah. Housing, like, where do you see li- yourself living? All types of stuff. I think that, uh, you know, babies should be talking in there, too. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know it's it's interesting because I, I Zoe I, I know the 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 trauma is what is what's keeping her from it mm. you know and there's some women that are just like I just don't I don't want kids which yeah. is fine but with Zoe it's deeper than that well I think what you were talking about earlier about conversations and relationships leads perfectly into Randall and Beth because yes. like you said at the beginning you were like we always saw them as the perfect couple. We always put them on a pedestal. We're like, Randall and Beth, we're fighting for them. And now we're slowly seeing the underlying thing that has been part of their relationship the entire time, Mm -hmm. which I think we're going to see in next episode, and we'll talk about predictions. But how do you guys feel about this whole crumble of Randall and Beth right now? Because that message was (laughs) raw and real, and all those feelings that he has had just... Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so the voicemail I thought was troubled. Oh god, something's in my eye. Someone else go. <laughs> Something just flew my. Oh, eye. she's just crying. Okay. <laughs> right. I I think honestly, it came from a place of like, okay, that was validated, like valid, especially mm-hmm. after he has been driving all this way. Mm-hmm. He's been. He told her from the get go. I think we should maybe put it on a shelf, which I don't agree with him putting it on a shelf. But however, they talked about it. He was very adamant. He's like, okay, we're agreeing to do this at the hospital. He's making the effort. He shows up at the recital five minutes late. Not even five minutes late. He didn't miss a single bit of the performance at all. Yeah. At all. She said 7.30 sharp. He didn't get there at 7.30. He probably got there at 7.35. But then he brings this gorgeous bouquet of roses. Right. He has wine. He's bragging on his woman. He's so proud of her. Well, if you wouldn't have missed the beginning, you would have heard my my boss talk yeah. So about passive me. Aggressive. <laughs> passive aggressive right. to a fault. <laughs> right. And then he asks her for one thing to go to dinner. And he knows she knows how important this is to him. Oh, I already got I got class. Well, right. that's at 5:30. My dinner is at 8. You can make it. Mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be a push. And then for her to not have her phone on, which we clearly find out was not dead. That was an excuse. She just mm-hmm. didn't want to talk to him. Oh, yeah. Because right. she was pissed. Yep. At least she Excuse showed up me. though still. If she didn't listen to it, she did, but she She was mad and she was going to let him have it and she was not going to let him live it down. Well, I left my drinks to come (laughs) to your dinner. It would have been the underlying thing constantly. So it's not even on the same level. She made it seem like it was the same level of importance. Like her job is important. It's her passion. I get that. But the drinks with the co-workers to bond and this important dinner that could shape the rest of his career, completely different. Yes. If the drinks are tequila, 
<laughs> um, yeah, I mean, sh- <laughs> tequila, <laughs> buy wine. random no. <laughs> tequila, wine, purple cheesecake. Mm. No, nah, I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not about Beth. I, I, I'm mm-hmm. over Beth. Oh man, I got upset. <laughs> no, because yeah. it's like we see this power struggle, and it started from her mother, and like just this. Oh, the mom or the the woman's got to be strong, and you know, got to be dependent. All I get all that, but. Like, they had an agreement before mm-hmm. this. She even became a teacher, before she went back to her passion. And she jumped off the wagon with him at first, remember? And then now it's like, oh, my job is just as good as yours, blah, blah. Like, why do you even have to say that? Mm-hmm. That's because there's a power struggle here. And so she's like, I don't She feels like he doesn't care much about what she's trying to do. Which boggles Which my mind. Which boggles my mind, right. Because he is so supportive. He's trying to figure it out. Uh, how can we do this? But when he came home, she's like, okay, you got the dishes, yeah. right? All this stuff, like, like what is, what is this Beth that I'm seeing? <laughs> it's like, literally, he's she's taking a knife and she's, like, slowly poking him. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it doesn't make sense. And he, she just continues to, like, not really care. But when he... When he left that message, though, I was just like rooting him on because, like, <laughs> I'm too. like, let it out, Randall, let it out, really? like, yeah, I yeah, think, oh, yeah. absolutely. I, I didn't think the message I was, think it was appropriate. I didn't think it was appropriate. I mean, I, he deserves to be upset, but that message was people inappropriate. say people say crazy things when they're mad. I mean, she said some crazy She's, stuff too. It's so both, it's twofold here. Yeah. I don't think anyone know it wasn't the best thing to say, but at the same time, he hit very accurate points. He said everything. Now, the mm. last line could have been foregone. <laughs> He could have said, grow the hell up and and dropped that. Outside of it, though, I think everything that he said was accurate. But it kind of proved her right because he made it and the voicemail seemed like, yeah, her job Uh, is just a hobby. Wait, hold on. I want to (laughs) go. You guys are are going off in here. So uh, JT Jordan said, uh, Randall could have done the dinner by himself. Come on. And so, like, Mm -hmm. Callie and JT are having this little conversation in the thing. I like (laughs) it. I love that it's (laughs) happening back and forth in there, guys. (laughs) My my perspective on it is is he had a right to be upset. I don't think he chose the correct words. Mm. If someone is choosing not to communicate well and they're communicating poorly and doing passive aggressive jabs you stooping to their level and leaving a voicemail like that number one is not good number two I watch Dr. Phil and all these other shows where they <laughs> say never leave a voicemail no. never True. send a text message True. and more so because number one you don't want to leave evidence that person can always go back and read that text they always say that every important conversation you ever have has to be in person mm. because yeah. technology has a way of skewing communication oh, yeah. so mm. yes Beth has been petty she's been Throwing jobs and listen, I've been told that I can make passive aggressive jobs, <laughs> so I get I that it too. makes a difference. But he's now stooping to her level. He could have mm. waited to see, gone to the dinner, and when she didn't show up, he could have honestly gone home and been like, "You need to go sleep on the whatever it is, the cot, or she was telling yeah. him to sleep on. Like it's your turn. You're acting like a child. I'm not putting up with you. But don't leave it on a voicemail. You don't know the situation. Yeah. Her phone was off. It's just what's the ten the four agreements? Never assume. Never mm. make assumptions is the first one. Second one, third one. I, don't know. <laughs> I was also slightly nervous that maybe she was like in an accident or I something. I know, I thought the same thing. Right. Too. I was like, oh, he's going to feel really bad when yeah. he sees that she got hurt or something. I thought and, she was going to walk up at first, like yeah. while he was leaving the message, but. And also, know. she made him sweat. So yeah. she knew she had heard it, and she was like, hmm, I'm going to play with you now. Mm-hmm. Again. Oh, yeah. Again. But props to her for showing up, though. She could have done her. She went yeah. through, she put on a good That's face. Good. So good for her on that one. But the conversation when they got back made me so uncomfortable. He's, I mean, she she's taking out those earrings. She's like, you want to do this now? Close the door. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, these are fighting words. And Randall was like, all right, close the door. Let's close the door. Let's make it happen. It's an underlying, like, it's an, like she said, they've been fighting about something since they met. Um, do you, do you have a slight idea of what that is? Here's my thing, and, and I mentioned that when we stopped watching, and obviously we'll see a lot more in the next few episodes, but I think if you've had this power dynamic since the get-go, mm-hmm. and you're in, what, 20-something years of marriage at this yeah. point? Right. You, you're in it for the long haul. It Old habits can't be changed. Yeah. If you've always been the cheerleader, not that that's a bad thing, but you can't automatically switch... But also have animosity because her passive aggressive isn't coming directly mm-hmm. towards him. Mm-hmm. It's coming from her. Yeah. Because yeah. she's like, I didn't do all the things that I wanted right. to do in my life. And I need to point the blame on somebody right. for me taking a back seat. But at the end of the day, she made the decision to take the back seat through the relationship. Preach, and it has nothing to do with her mom, too. It's and not exactly. just yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if right. you've made that decision cognitively, Stop victimizing and you yourself. can't victimize yourself, and all and that others. aggression that has been laying there for years is all coming out in like this very like toxic yes. energy. And I know that she feels it, too. And she's just waiting for this to happen so that they can blow up. Yeah. Yes. She's been waiting for this. Mm-hmm. And she's been jabbing at him so they can have this conversation. Oh, yeah. I know how passive-aggressive oh, works because yeah. I, I do it myself. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm doing she this for attention. For yeah. I'm waiting for the conversation. When are you, this? When is this going to be enough for you to bring it up and be like, let's go? Yeah. I can't believe I'm blinking on this. Who just won Best Actress? I know her name. It's like on the tip of my tongue. For, for what role? The Oscars. For, oh, oh, the, the Oscars. Oscars. Um, Olivia. Olivia Coleman. Yeah. No. 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 For, it wasn't Coleman. No. For Best Actress at the Oscars. Sorry, I don't remember. I can't remember. I can't think of it. I don't think it was the Oscars. Sorry. But Sag Awards. She, she was sitting in her speech and she was saying that as a woman, you need to have an identity. You need to have a mm. purpose. And that she mm. said that when mm-hmm. she was talking to her mom, that was. And I'm, I'm telling you, just based off of other interviews she's had, that her mom's not biggest regret, but the biggest thing in life is that. She was a mother, but didn't feel like she had a purpose. And then she said that this Oscars or right. whatever award was it, was Regina winning. King? No. Why am I blinking? I well, say, if anybody knows, yeah. comment she's below. She's in damages. Damage. She's the lead actress in damages. Mm. Don't I know that? Right. Well, okay. well, either anyway, way. So what my, I think that what's happening is with Beth is that she's hitting that age as well, where she's Glenn been close. A, yeah, done close. She's been a great mom. She's been a great wife because you know we just recently see her acting this way. And so I'm not excusing the way she's acting, but I feel like what Beth is going through is that she doesn't feel like she has a purpose, like she doesn't have her passion, yeah. and she's not pursuing it. And but I'm not... But whose fault is that? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think she knows how to communicate. I already said she doesn't know how to communicate right. yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But what she's going through, sometimes when you're going through this emotional state where you don't know if you have a purpose, it will throw you for a loop. Mm-hmm. She's not thinking clearly. She's thinking, Randall has this, then he has the big three, then it's always about them, and it's... Maybe she's like, I want it to be about me. I want to have something that I'm passionate about. I want to have a purpose. And I do think that Randall does do a good job, just to side with him for a minute, is that he does do a good job of putting her and cheering her on. Yeah, So it's never sure. been that she's not getting yeah. the accolades, but I don't think she's getting it from herself. She's yeah, not exactly. feeling it's it. It's not within. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, guys... We, we could go on this topic for forever, <laughs> right. but I think we probably need to hop into our tissue moments, and then after that, we'll go into predictions, because I'm sure we will take a lot more time on predictions. I do, wanna, I do want um, to mention news and gossip real oh, quick. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic, yes. yes. Because uh, this, yes. TV News. Thank you. <laughs> this specific episode was directed by George Tillman Jr., and he is director 
of The Hate You Give. Ooh. Oh, okay. So this was his... No wonder there was so much passion in this yeah. episode. Yeah. This was his uh, television debut. So Fantastic. Awesome. He did an amazing job. Hats yeah. to George I Tillman. can feel that. <laughs> That's interesting. Go. And that yeah. was an awesome movie. I don't know if you guys seen it, yeah. but that was a great movie. That's awesome. Just a little bit. Tip so, a little bit of the gossip, and then now, obviously, into our special segment. Special segment. And for all of you guys that have not watched our special segment, and I'm hoping that you have if you're on episode 16 of ours, but if you haven't and you're just joining us, we do our tissue moments from one to five. One being, oh, cute moment. Mm. Two, five being like sobbing hysterically, whether that's for a good reason or a bad reason. So. All right. I'm going to, um, really, it's just half, oh, half a tick, half a tissue for me, really. <laughs> because this was more like right. anxiety and intention. Mm. Yeah. Um However, I just feel like a little warm inside when I saw Toby finally come around in the end when he finally got to hold mm-hmm. little baby Jack. I'm like, oh, it, I liked watching Toby's journey moment. and I felt like, mm. oh, he's finally realizing this is my son. This is Jack. He's not just this preemie with tubes. He's a baby boy. And so I, I felt it. I liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. That was Stole my moment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't think I had a tissue moment. Yeah. I just felt for the two moments where I said that. So I'll give it like a half a tissue. Yeah. Um, was in the waiting room, as I said, when they talked about gratitude mm. and just realizing that sometimes if you put yourself in other people's shoes perspectively, because mm. I was always talked about, it's all perspective. Mm-hmm. It can make such a huge difference and impact on how you view the situation. Mm. So that to me was the moment when they're saying Max and Regina and, and Lu- Louise, Max and Louise couldn't take their child home. Mm. That made me sad. Um, yeah, let's see. Warm. I'm going to go with. Um, I guess half a tissue, but mine was more of like a oh my god. Uh towards the in the end when Beth and Randall were about to get into it before they close the door. <laughs> he, she had that angry black woman face that you don't want to mess with. And I was just like Whoa. and he, when he shut the door, that was it. So that was my moment. Y'all all took mine. <laughs> I'm gonna say a one and I was it was the same moment. Same moment. It was same moment. It was when they they blew up. But for me, it was like, okay, this is when the real emotions and the real level of what their surface has been wanting and longing to give mm-hmm. out. Because sometimes, as much as we think that it's a perfect relationship and everything's happy-go-lucky, they probably thought the same thing, and they weren't really dealing with anything. They were just yep. kept putting Band-Aids over top of Band-Aids over top of Band-Aids, and now we're about to see the real wound. So I thought, kudos to them for actually taking the plunge and doing it. Yep. Whether or not that's going to end up positively, we will not know, but I'm happy that they did it. Speaking of that, prediction. predictions. Predictions! <laughs> We didn't really have too many tissue moments. There wasn't no, anything really There wasn't really this anything one. going on. There's a lot of stuff happening, though. Who wants to start predictions? I'll oh. start. Take it, Danny. <laughs> Take it, Danny. Um, I predict. No. Um, I think that this is the beginning of the end for Randall and Beth. Um, I do see a divorce coming or a separation or something. Um, I feel like Kevin is going to relapse again. And. Yeah, that's all I got for now. <laughs> Those are intense. Dark ones, yeah. yeah. I think that this is not the end of Kevin and Sophie. They wouldn't have just popped her in for like four minutes of an episode, two episodes before the finale. Mm. So it's definitely not the last we see of them. I do Valid. think there was an insinuation in Sophie's tone when she said, you can always have anything you want because why do they keep flashing back to Kevin and Sophie? Like the yeah. writers were giving yeah. us something. Mm-hmm. I, I felt, I felt that. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I, I do think that they are going to separate. I just really want to say that I hope not because, although I think that Beth 
hasn't been acting the most maturely. I can feel where she's coming from as a, as being mm-hmm. around women that are, are her age with children that are growing up and seeing them all go through what she's going through, which is, I feel like I was a wife and a mother, mm-hmm. but I didn't have my own identity. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they're just alluding to that, but that's not really what happens. Right. Um, okay, so I feel with um, Toby and Kate, they're going to get through this. I think they will get stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think something from that flash forward, something tells me that Kate and Toby aren't going to stay forever, though. I don't know mm. what it's going to eventually be. Um, I hope that Randall and Beth don't separate. Marriages have ups and downs, and while I'm not Team Beth at all, I do. I can see her point, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're strong enough to get through this. And um, Kevin, and again, I agree with you, Lena. I do think Sophie and Kevin are going to be the end end goal. You wouldn't you wouldn't pop them up yeah. two episodes before the finale. I agree. Like, yeah. And they kept playing back with their their childhood self and kind of like yeah. soulmate stuff and like what if we met when we were kids? I just feel like they were just kind of foreshadowing. You always get yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Take me right. <laughs> I agree. In the last shot, she was looking at her fiance and reading the email. So, like, there's a lot of foreshadowing. As much as I don't like that per se right now, I may like it later. (laughs) Um, I don't think Kevin and Zoe are going to last as much as I like their dynamic right now. I think they will last Uh -uh. until he gets sober. And then once he gets sober, he's going to realize that this is not going to work. I think she's going to realize it, too. And I think she also already knows when she said you can take yeah. your time, I think she knows and she's going to have to make a choice of am I going to stick with him mm-hmm. through this just because I do love him even though I know we're not meant to be or am I going to leave? Yeah. So we'll see. So for Kate and Toby, I think they'll get through it. I don't think that, I think for the flash forward with Kate and Toby, I don't think they're going to break up, but I do think that there's going to be complications with Jack that's going to lead to Toby going back into depression mm-hmm. and something along those lines. We don't know if he's going to be a healthy baby, so it may put a lot so. of stress, and I would hope so, but it might put a lot of stress and pressure mm-hmm. on their relationship, and Kate will be able to handle it, and Toby won't. But I love the future foreshadowing of Rebecca when she was talking to Jack of saying, I wonder what our happily ever afters will be for mm-hmm. their our kids. And we're seeing all their happily ever afters kind of crumble, unfortunately. And they're, like, changing the way that they thought happily ever after is. But I do think that Randall and Beth are going to get a divorce. I think they will be better apart when they finally figure out what they both want. Mm -hmm. I think they'll be able to co-parent because, obviously, we see each other still in each other's lives for the future. I just don't think that they're... I don't think that this is going to work when Beth has this new revelation that she really wants and mm-hmm. and that's a good thing to have but I just don't think that they're gonna last no. can I just say one thing I I I don't per se say there is or isn't a happily ever after I think that every relationship has its ups and downs of course and so that is one thing that I love about the show is that they're actually showing that every relationship has ups and downs everything good in life is worth working for exactly and so this is to them happily ever after yeah there's a different definition for everybody, yep. which I agree with. Yeah. So, guys, this was one of the most intense, interesting episodes <laughs> of our after show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know that there's tons more to talk about. Fortunately, we've run out of time. So be sure to comment below and let us know all of your thoughts about this entire episode. And we will see you guys next week. Again, my name is Candice Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. And I'm Danny Royce. You can find me everywhere at I am Danny Royce. Also, tune in this Thursday at 2 p.m. inside the Black Actors Studio. Ooh, it's awesome. And I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori. And let us know in the comment box. Are Randall and Beth going to make it? Yes. <laughs> That's a big question. Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Paris Rose. You can find me everywhere at Paris Rose. Paris with two R's. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.